Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, my little kinkersaurs. That's my new thing. That's what I'm gonna like to say. I'm gonna call everybody who listens a kinkersaur. I think it's funny. Um, and if you don't, that's fine. I'm sure you'll like something else because somehow, you people, you know, I will literally light a steaming pile of garbage on fire and then upload it and I'll be like well that's the last one because that was a joke and then people will be like lol and I'll be like well you know what that's on you at this point that's on you so I've been gone a minute um and before you're like oh Travis you're an asshole like you don't care about this or whatever and you wanted everybody to fucking subscribe and then you're just an asshole because you just you make us like something and then you take it away well may i remind you that i'm a victim okay um i have taken victimhood on as an identity trait and it has been very soothing and very convenient for my life um for those of you who don't know I might as well just tell the damn story. Let me cough. (coughs) Okay. Uh, Let me take a sip of my crystal light. You know, I knew the day wasn't going to start off right. A, it hurt to swallow. B, I opened my crystal light packet, dumped it in my pitcher, and I had to really finesse it because... The Terra Cross part on the Crystal Light packet itself. This is this is for all you naysayers out there who say I'm making this Crystal Light thing up. Um, I tore across, as the instruction said, but it ripped right down the middle. I mean, I I would say it's my superhuman strength, but I've been like on the cabbage diet, so I have like no muscle left. Um, but yeah, so that was like really inconvenient, and I think that that is a really that's a sign. It's like it's like one of those things. I don't know people with coffee or whatever. Something happens with their coffee. I don't know. Maybe they get like four equal packets together and they can't tear them all at once or something. I don't know. I love equal. I think it's delicious. Okay, I think it's better than sugar. I don't know about sweet and low. I don't know anything about sweet and low. Never heard of her. I don't. I've, I don't think I've ever tried sweet and low. And what's the other one? Stevia? That's okay, I guess. I've never had it on its own. I've had it in a drink, like in an aloe drink. But uh, what else is there? Sweet and low. Oh, what was that one? Started with an S. Uh, oh, damn it. What is that damn sugar? It's a sugar substitute. It's like sweet and low. It's like stevia. Oh, God, let me Google this. Artificial sweeteners. Artificial sweeteners. Aren't you glad you tuned in? Aren't you glad you downloaded this with your your megabytes? Where the hell is it? Splenda. Fucking Splenda. I don't know much about Splenda, but I heard Splenda is addictive. But isn't sugar anyway, so it's just like... People will come up with any excuse to write an article these days. Okay. 
here's what happened for those of you who don't know, but I guarantee 90% of you know. Uh, so you can, fl- I'll give myself five minutes to tell the story if uh, you're interested or not. Um, then you can just skip ahead. So basically, I was mugged. To make a long fucking story short, uh, it was my birthday. I was coming back from a lovely trip, seeing some waterfalls, trying fish for the thousandth time, and let me tell you, I'm a fish hater. I don't like the taste, I don't like the smell, I don't even like looking at them. But I tasted this tiger fish, and I was like, alright, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'll eat a pork chop, but uh, it's the, the tiger fish was okay. Like, you know, hey, listen, growth. Growth in season two of the podcast. Oh, by the way, that's a funny thing. I, for any of you who skipped five minutes ahead, you fool. Because you, I, obviously I'm not talking to you at this point, but anybody who did skip five minutes ahead is a fool. They had to have known that there was no way I was going to stay on track. Um, like, it's going to be minute 50, and I'm going to be like, so I was mugged. And how that happened was, <laughs> but, what the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah. Fish. What the hell did I have to say about fish? I am crazy right now. It's because also, I gotta be honest, I kinda gotta take a shit. And now that I started recording, I'm like, oh my god, I can't do that. So I'm like holding it in, so I'm focused in many areas. My chakras are not open right now. Uh, what the hell was I gonna damn say about fucking fish? Oh, what? Oh, so it had nothing to do with fish. Season two of the podcast. This is season one, episode one. No, season two, episode one of the podcast. Um, that suggestion was brought to be my good old pal. Uh, said, hey, since you've been off so long, you should just say that, like, that was the end of a season. It was 13 episodes. I mean, it kind of makes sense. And I'm going to go with it. I don't know how season one and season two are going to be any different. But I love it. I think that's fun. And I think that that's what, like, the episode title should just be, like, season two premiere. And then everybody can, like, stuff their fucking gullets for a second and quit harassing me for this free shit that I do in my measly spare time that I have none of. Because I have so many programs. I'm just kidding. I have nothing going on. But, you know, it isn't easy, really. This isn't funny. None of this is funny. But it isn't easy to just sit down. I mean, I give so many props to people who can do this, like, twice a week or people who do this, like, every day, like, for their job. Like, this could not be my job. This has to be a hobby because, like, damn. It is like, what the fuck do I talk about? What the fuck am I going to talk about today? And also, like, at a certain point... Aren't I going to run out of stories? Aren't I going to run out of dumb things to sing about? Like, what the hell? So, maybe once in a while, when uh, she doesn't upload every damn second, then everybody can just take a chill pill and give them a break, okay? That, That goes for any podcast, but it especially goes for mine. But also, on that same vein, I kind of thrive off of when people are like where's the podcast because I'm like wow people like this this is fun like people like listening to this 
I feel like it's just talking to me on the phone, but you're not getting a word in fucking edgewise. That's how I feel. Because, which is basically a phone call with me. Because I will, even yesterday, I talked to my friend. I don't know if she's going to like the name drop. Kimmy. But we do this thing. Um, it's unique to us because I think she, I think she's the only person who doesn't let me get away with it, is why. But, um, we both go on tangents. We both, like, hear what, we hear the word salt and we're like, oh my god, I forgot to tell you. Or I have to tell you. Like, you just reminded me of, uh, you know, my cousin's priest's babysitter's dog. And it's like, what? How is that going to relate at all? But we, we plant these little seeds in each other's heads. But in, in the wake of that, we will interrupt each other like it is a sport. There is a competitive... And we will, like... You know when somebody's interrupting you, and then there's those mo- that moment in your eyes and in your heart when you're like, I'm going to give up. I'm going to let them go ahead, because obviously they are not listening to me. Um, I don't do that very often when I, like... When I'm being interrupted... I typically am like, well, this is my ego talking, for the record. But I'm like, whatever you're going to say, I just guarantee what I'm going to say is better. So, depending on who I'm talking to. But I'm like, what I'm going to say is going to be better. So it's become old habit now, no matter who I talk to, that when we get into like a point when we're both talking and we're both like interrupting each other, I will keep going. And keep going. Like, it could go 20 seconds where both of us are saying things and neither of us are listening, and I will just let it fly. Because I'm like, listen, the, our time is not limited here. We, we, we can do this all day. I don't give a shit. Also, I guarantee neither of us have anything good to say. I guarantee neither of us have a riveting fucking story about salt or whatever. So, um, but her and I, we... I don't even know if she notices. She's probably, like, shook. She's probably like, what the hell is he damn doing? He's throwing me under the bus. It's not a throw under the bus at all. It's recognizing that I have problems. And, um, because she will do it, and I will do it, and it'll it'll be, like, a good five seconds of just, like... And then one of us will be like, go ahead. Like, go ahead. Like, you win. Pass the torch. Because when I get my day in court... I will talk for eight minutes straight. So go ahead. Take your turn. Um, but I love her. And I love talking to her on the phone. Uh, and you know what I love, too? Here's, there's something interesting happening. <sighs> Not interesting to anyone else. But um, something interesting is happening uh, with... Like, there's a shift. Okay, and I'll, 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 I'll explain it. Uh... Like, okay, how it kind of works being friends with me, like good friends with me, like we see each other often or we talk all the time or something like that, Um, you know, I kill it in the beginning. I am killing it, baby. Everything I say, you're like, that's fresh as fuck. That's original. That's hilarious. You're killing it. Every story you hear, you're like, can't believe it. Can't believe it. It's too crazy. And then somewhere around, like, three to six months, a shift starts to take place where you're like, I've heard that before. Uh, Or like, oh, he got that from this show. 
or he listens to this podcast that he recommended to me and that's where he got that catchphrase so you start to like find out that it's all trickery and bullshit that I've just like combined into one like now that's what I call hilarious volume 22 sip of my crystal light um you know it's crystal light sometimes if you don't brush your teeth I find which I haven't this morning if you don't brush your teeth I find that crystal light has an extra poison taste to it um a sourness that is like you know they say antifreeze is sweet just for the record everybody's like I fucking know that stupid ass um but what the hell was I saying oh yeah so then three, six months, you start to find out that it's all a trick. It's all a game. Then, uh, after about a year, that's when you start to literally, you're unaffected. Like, I could literally be like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dee, 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 Like, Kane, like, doing the whole thing. Like, juggling, fucking, you know, like, slapping on the ground with my taint. Or, like, you know, swallowing a wine bottle whole or some shit like that. I do that. And you're like, seen it all before, or I don't give a shit about this. Like, all that stuff. And I'm just like, okay. I'm getting such a stare right now. I can't stand it. Um, okay. So, anyway. Uh, that tends to happen. So, before I left, moved, about a year ago... All my friends were at that phase of, like, I had to really fucking punch it, baby. I had to put in double time. I had to, like, be wittier than I've ever witted before um, to really get a laugh out of these fuckers. Um, almost you had to work only on shock value at that point. Is the, Shock value is all you're going to get. So that's what I had to work with. Then coming here a year ago... All these people, it was fresh, fresh meat for me. Like, I was fucking foaming at the mouth. I was like, yes. Or, like, even, like, even people who listen to the podcast, like, who don't necessarily know me that well or who don't know me at all, you are getting prime-ass shit. You are getting, like, you, like thank your lucky stars because ten episodes from now, you're going to be like, that's... I can, I literally can't bear it. I cannot bear another fucking word out of his big, fat mouth. Um, so yeah. So basically, I was killing it. Then, I've kind of reached the point here where everybody is like, blah, 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 that's Travis, that's what he does. He, you know, whatever. Um, which is fine. Hey, listen. I don't give a shit. I think I'm great. So, fuck off. Um, but, people are still friends with me. It's not like they're like, I'm avoiding his call. I'm just like not going to piss myself every time I'm with him. Which is great. I think it's fine. It makes me work hard. I love a challenge. But I don't like puzzles. So, basically, now what I'm seeing is happening. Um, is that now the friends I had before I moved... Uh, when I talk to them on the phone and stuff, I'm not doing anything special. I'm not pulling out all the stops, doing the dance, coming up with the chorus, doing all that shit. And they're starting to laugh. Like, at dumb shit. Like, just regular talk. And I'm like, wow, I'm pretty fucking tricky. I'm a pretty tricky bastard. So I think the, uh, the key is, 
you got to give people time. See, it's all about lessons, this show. This show is all about lessons. It's all about how everybody's got their own damn thing that they got going on. And you never know what they have going on. Okay. Now, those poor people who skipped five minutes ahead, I hate to tell you, but during those five minutes, I talked about nothing about the mugging. So, let me lay it on you. It was my birthday. I was returning from a trip. It was fabulous. Um, half of it was, like, camping, doing, like, things that I wasn't obsessed with, but it was a great group, and I, like, I, like, was, like, this is killer, okay? So, and then the other part of it was, like, this fancy-dancy, like, we stayed at the shit place, but then the days were, like, oh, my God, we get our gin, we get our glass glasses, there's ice, there's silverware things like that like we were like oh my god there was a wait staff i can you <laughs> there were beaches which i didn't get to quite enjoy the beach because i was writhing in pain from um but i didn't want to show it too bad but i did bitch about it i did bitch about it but like for the level of pain that i was dealing with i could have bitched about it 50 times more and it was basically my foot my fucking foot. I had walked on hot coals. There's two versions of the story, but the real version of the story is that I was walking on hot coals when I was drunk because I thought I was Oprah. And therefore, I think I did it once and nothing happened. And I think I did it twice and nothing happened. And I think maybe the third time could have been the second time, but I think the third time now it's been a while. But, um, yeah, I I burned the fuck out of my foot. Like a ginormous, not ginormous, probably, let me like, if you put down a glass, like you put a glass glass down on a wood table and you lift it up, that ring that's left behind is about the size of the burn that was on the bottom of my foot. And it was like, I was drunk. So the next day when I woke up, I didn't even really think about it. And I started walking. I was like, what the fuck? Is that allowed? Is that allowed? Ouch. And I look under my foot, and there is this huge pus bubble. Um, and I'm out in the woods. I'm out in the motherfucking woods, baby. They got us camping by the damn waterfall by this river. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go wash it out in the river. Because it popped, like, instantly. Because you're putting literally 500 pounds on this, on my tiny, petite, like, Asian-bound feet. Um, so I, you know, popped the fucker right away, and then I was creaming everywhere. And they had no medical attention at this point, so I was washing it out in the river, and I'm like, this shit is green, this shit is opaque, okay? <laughs> I was like gross so then I drained it let it all go down the river the fish were eating that shit up at this point you're throwing up and uh I, I just have to remind you 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 wanted to listen to this um then I kind of like sat with that for a few days and it just kept getting like really raw and really gross and pussy and it kept filling and whatever because I like had no I didn't have band-aids I didn't have triple antibiotic. I didn't have anything. 
So I was just washing her with soap, rinsing her in the in the damn river. Also, the river has schistomyosis, which is like this thing from these from snails that gets into your body just by swimming in it in general. Um, but here I have like an open sore. So definitely I have it. And I think in like five years I'm going to be peeing blood. Um, but I'm going to get a pill for it anyway. So nobody panic. But yeah, I've got little shelled creature larvae swimming through my veins. Probably infiltrating my damn lungs. And that's why I have such a cough and craziness these last few days. Light. So, um, anyway, back to brass tacks. I'm doing the whole damn thing. I'm trying to get whatever. I'm done with the vacation. I'm now, we were walking on the beach in this other place. Let me tell you, walking on the beach with a big old burn in your foot where the sand is literally, because I still had the blister. Um, I still had like the coating of the blister. And the sand would get into it. So then when I would jelk my... I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term jelking, but jelking is this... Thing, it's pretty sure it's an urban legend. I didn't really get into it myself, but it's this um, old-timey way that they used to say that you could increase your penis size. And what you did is you took your flaccid penis and you kind of like... The word jelk. I mean, you can imagine what I'm doing right now, and I'm doing it live. Um, but I, but you jelk, you just kind of yank on her and you kind of, you're kind of like, you're kind of like if you've masturbated, this is for the guys out there and the ladies, we can all learn something from each other. Um, and hey, non-binary folks, shout out to you guys too. Uh, but if you have a penis, you know what I'm talking about when you've come and then you have like little bit, you know, it's all, you're all back down to flatsies, flatsy patsy, and you're like, oh, you're depleted, it's like a sad balloon, and you're like not, you're like looking back at what you've done, and you're like, I'm disgusting, I'm a sinner. Like, once you, that's the thing about men, I don't know if, I don't think that that's how women react, but like, when a man has an orgasm, it's like, you go from you know, like, spiked out porcupine, like, animal behavior, to instantly, like, I am going to be a nun. Uh, because, at least that's my experience, like, I always, like, think, like, when I'm in the moment, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna go, like, four times in a row, like, I don't give a shit, no one's watching, well, maybe a couple people are watching, I don't care, whatever. So that's how I feel, and then once it happens, then I'm like, I don't want to look at myself in the mirror for days, because what I've just done, or the shit that I was watching, like, because I, hey, uh, no surprise to any of you, I hope, but I have partaked, and I do still, I support the sex industry. I was just saying this to somebody, actually. Do you know what? I find it very hypocritical. You know, liberal people, okay, and I'm going to put myself in this, I'm going to put myself in the category of liberal. I am liberal. I'm not going to be, you know what's annoying? Liberal people who are like, I'm not really a liberal. I'm, uh, I'm more of an independent. I'm like, no, you're not. Shut up. 
just shut up. You sound like an idiot. So just shut up. If you're liberal, just say you're liberal. Who cares? Okay? And if you're conservative, live your life. I don't give a shit. Whatever. So, I'm going to take another sip. Here's the thing. Liberals... I, I may have already mentioned this, but I always say that the the difference between liberals and conservatives as far as friendships go is um, conservatives are like, it's a competition for who is going to say the most fucked up things. Um, like, they know they're wrong, they know what they're saying is bad, but they say it because they're like, I want people, I want people to surround me who, like, I know I can say fucked up shit, and I'm not going to be yelled at, I'm going to be praised for it. Okay, so even if they don't believe what they're saying, I feel like it's like a, it's like a, I just don't want to be told what to do. Whereas liberals, it's a competition, which is just, just as bad. I'm not saying one's better than the other. Liberals are bad in the sense that it's like, it's a competition of who is the most fucking woke. Like, who knows the most about this subject? Like, who knows what, like, oh... Like, somebody's like, oh, I bought, um, I got some Barilla pasta. Or, no, not even. They just show up, they just show up to the, the family dinner, and they're like, oh, yeah, I just got back from the store. And then somebody's like, wait, is that Barilla pasta? Is that, like, Barilla brand? You support Barilla? And they're like, what? I don't know anything about this. What are you talking about? They're like, uh, Barilla has anti-LGBT advertisements. And then you're like, okay, sorry I don't know literally every damn social injustice that is going on in this damn world, and I am not like, sorry I am not out in the damn streets ripping my fucking bra off, and not working and saying F you to the man every day. Some people gotta pay their bills. So it's a whole thing. A couple people are probably fired up listening to this. They're probably like, Travis, you're fucked up. And listen, I'm not arguing with you about that. But I became very liberal, raised by conservative people. I, that's why I, I personally think um, if you're funny, if you're just, like, a naturally funny person, if that's how you go about your day is, like, trying to be make jokes of everything, um, you learn from the fucked upness, like, the saying fucked up things works, uh, but then you kind of, once you become liberal, you have to, like then put a filter on things and also and a filter as in like filter who you're saying it to not necessarily filter what you're saying which hey that's gonna get me in trouble obviously some things are off they're off limits obviously we know what those are I don't even need to get into it but some things are completely off limits because they're just not funny but um I don't know you know I'm a I'm a huge proponent of things that aren't funny because they're so bad can be funny in the right audience because there's it's so bad to say it that it's like with the right three people you could say anything you know who those people are in your own life um because they will know you're kidding but whatever all this being said that whole explanation liberals have this whole thing see now i love that the podcast is going to just turn into me being like, you know what's wrong with liberal people when literally, I don't, I don't know if one conservative person listens to this. So it's like, LOL. But, um, here's the problem with liberal people. All right. Self-reflect. Don't get fucking upset about this. But 
there is this huge like pro sex like pro sex industry pro sex workers like it's all like oh wow you know what live your life it's the oldest profession da 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 like i support hookers like she can do what she wants he can do what he wants like all these things it's great it's beautiful i support the same shit but then there's this ugly side to it where it's like we support sex workers but we don't support like customers of sex workers like that's gross people who like go and like buy a hooker for a night gross canceled disgusting i'm like um that makes no sense you can't have sex workers without people who are asking for like they need customers or like porn it's like we're like yeah i'm so pro porn like if my daughter like people who are like so woke are like yeah if, if my daughter wants to do that with her body that is her choice like i don't give a shit and i'm like great i agree but then when i'm like i was watching this nasty porn People are like, ew, you're disgusting. You're a pig. I don't watch that stuff. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't like that. And it's like, um, I don't understand you. Because obviously they are catering to certain audiences. They're doing things for money. It's all an industry. Okay? (laughs) These are people's careers. I'm supporting careers by watching porn. That's how I look at it. You get a stripper... Supporting careers. You go to strip clubs, supporting careers. Obviously, everything has its problems, okay? Listen, being a nurse has its problems, okay? There's injustices in the nursing field. There's injustices in the stripping field. Am I not going to fucking go to the doctor because I'm like, I don't support that nurses are uh, overworked, underpaid? No. I don't know if that's a good fucking uh, comparison, but... You know what I'm saying. I'm saying, if I went out and got a hooker, and I came on this damn podcast, and I was like, you know what? I went out and got... I mean, not that I would do this. Not that I'm saying I would... I've never done this. I'm not saying I wouldn't, actually. Here's the thing. I'm not saying I wouldn't do this. But let's say I'm, like, 35. Okay. I'm, like, 35, and I'm, like, in Vegas. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going out, and I'm getting a hooker. I go find some 19-year-old... Now, it's not creepy for me to say that because I'm only 25. But if I'm like... You know what? Let's kick it up a notch. I'm 50, motherfuckers. Let's say I'm 50, okay? And I'm like in Vegas with the boys, the girls, whatever. I got my own room. I've, I've earned it. I've earned having my own room. I got a career, okay? I have my own room. Everybody's going out. They're doing their thing. Maybe they got kids. They're going to, like, some kind of golf thing that I don't like. And I'm like, you know what? I got from fucking 4 o'clock till 9 o'clock till I see these bitches. Maybe I want to get laid. I go, I crack open the old porn, not the porn thing, but the old sex worker guide. Like, hey, uh, escorts, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I'm, I'm typing in shit. I'm doing the whole thing. I find this cute little 19 year old and I'm like, oh, like, yeah. And then it's like two fifty an hour. I'm like, great. I got seven fifty to blow. I got five to blow. I got a thousand to blow. I don't know. Listen, if I get a thousand to blow at 50, listen, I think I'm doing pretty fucking good for myself. So I think we should pat myself on the back right now. But 
I got a thousand bucks and I'm like, you know what? I ain't gambling. I think gambling's stupid. I don't get joy out of it. If you get joy out of it, great. I don't give a shit. Um, but I'm gonna order in a nice little 19 year old who's working hard, maybe paying for school, and this is their route. Their and and you know what? Don't don't put. You know what you're doing right now? I don't like what you're doing. You're putting in your head this whole narrative that this 19 year old has to do this to pay for school, to make the rent, to not be homeless. You don't know that. You're putting that on them, which is disgusting because you're assuming that people only are hookers to because of like a bad situation, which is not true. Many people choose to be hookers. Many people choose to be strippers and they're very proud of it and they're proud of their work and they think that they're good at it. So you know what? Fuck you. Okay, so I'm 50. I'm getting a 19-year-old and let me tell you, I bring that up with my liberal crowd the next day at lunch. Uh, you know, we're sitting over at fucking Guy Fieri's damn restaurant. And I'm like, they're like, what'd you do yesterday? Well, we all went golfing with the kids. And they're all wearing their pro-choice buttons. This is when I'm 50, but they still have like a Hillary pin, like on their purse, which I'm like, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Love it. That's cute. So everybody's like all woke around me. And I'm like, okay. I was like, yeah, last night, um, I had ordered like a 19 year old hooker and we fucked like gorillas, uh, for two hours and it cost me 500 bucks, but I tipped a hundred because I'm a good Christian. I'm a good person. And everybody looks at me and is like, you're disgusting. And, um, yeah, I'm going to just like straight up call them hypocrites. This, I hope this happens to me because basically that is what I'm getting at. People shame people for watching porn, but they're like, porn stars are great. They shame people for using hookers, but they're like, hookers live your life. You're great. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like people want to believe that hookers are like these liberal, like amazing pro-sex, like just like they love their body, whatever. Like hookers who like want to get into the trade into sex work and they like it they they want a picture that those people are like oh my god this is great but their customers are only pig people like and that is just not true that is just not true like here's the thing <laughs> eddie murphy has been caught with hookers guess what sounds like an ally to me what's the name of that? hugh grant hugh grant caught with a couple hookers you know what i got to say ally Sounds like an ally to me. Now, they were both married at the time, so I don't think that that's great, but that's another thing. Everybody's all poly these days. Everybody's so obsessed with fucking 45 people um, in their committed relationship. Hey, whatever floats your boat, I don't give a shit. It's none of my business. But you're going to be, like, all poly, all this, all that, and then you're going to, like, cancel people for, like, cheating on their wives Kevin Hart, whatever, all these people, like, I mean, that's just somebody who came to mind, but he has his own problems, but all these people are gonna, like, cheat and stuff, and then you're gonna be, like, cheaters, they're adulterers, I don't like it, I think it's gross, and it's, like, is it? You don't know what's going on in their marriage. They could fully have, like, open sexual fluidity in their marriage, so it's none of your fucking business. Like, maybe don't cancel people, you don't know what's going on with them, like, shut up. Everybody's so annoying. 
Okay. It's literally, I'm at what? Fucking two hours, and I have... Wow. Uh, this is a joke. I actually thought I was at, like, 15 minutes. This is a joke. Do you know what's funny? I'm gonna just give it another 15 minutes or so. Um, and then if I don't get to the fucking story, I'm just gonna tell... I'll tell the story. Here's why I have been gone for two months. At minute 36. Wow. Uh, okay. After the whole damn whatever debacle, burn the foot, had a great time, lovely, so fun. So, uh, go to, cut to, then I go to the doctor. I'm like, my foot, ouchie. And on this day, it's my birthday. And they're like, stay the night, you know what I mean? And there was like a bunch of people there, but like, uh, you know, like, whatever so there was a bunch of people there everybody's so nice they're like oh it's your birthday like let's go out for your birthday we go to this restaurant cantina yeah i'm gonna throw them under the bus everybody has fucking talked about this restaurant like it is the fucking holy grail of, of the world i think it's because everybody's just really deprived of mexican food here so everybody's like obsessed with that but um i i don't know i'm like i'm like okay like i don't know maybe i'm just bleach white but i'm like uh, where's the Chinese hat? Where's the pizza? Where's the... I don't know. Mexican food doesn't, like, trip my trigger like like a lasagna would. Or like a, uh, a sweet and sour chicken, which, listen, don't read me. See, this is your problem. This is the problem with you people. Is I say sweet and sour chicken and I'm referring to Chinese food and everybody is, like, already typing me that sweet and sour chicken is not Chinese. Okay, let's move past it. It's fine. It's American Chinese. I don't give a shit. It's different than a freaking cheeseburger. Everybody just breathe. So, sip of crystalline. Then, we go there. It's approximately $2 million for three mini tacos. Um, and nobody pre-gamed. So, which, like, we, you know, it wasn't the vibe. It just wasn't the vibe. Even though it was on my birthday, it wasn't the vibe. We weren't, like, gonna get wild or anything like that. But I think people, like, have this idea that, like, that's what I have to do. That's, like, what it, That's how Travis has a good time. Like, he only has a good time if he's, like, getting to be a mess move. Which, hey, listen. You ain't completely wrong. But also, I do like... I like a chill vibe. I like that. If that's it. I don't like anything in between. That's my problem, is I like either it's going to be what it is, it's going to be a dinner, and we're going to laugh, and we're going to be sober and do our thing, or we're going to go out and be, like, crazy pants. I like the middle, where it's like, oh, we're going to have three glasses of wine at dinner, have a buzz, and then do nothing about it. Don't like that. Or we're going to go out sober and then drink at the bar and, like, dance sober. I think that that's horrible. So, doing all that, now I'm getting, I'm, I don't know if you hear, but I'm getting, like, a very captive audience. Everybody's moving their chairs in, listening to the live podcast. They're obsessed. Um, like, the people are flocking in. There's literally two children. So, anyway. Um, I don't know if that's going to work. So, anyway. We go to this cantina. Not great. Uh... But it's very, like, classy and fancy. So, like, I, I, I say it's, like, a really good place to go on a date. Not that anybody's going there on my recommendation, but it's a great date spot. It's not a great, like, table of nine spot. 
Also, it was dark, and also it was chilly. Nobody was in the mood. Everybody's like, are we going to go out? Are we going to go out? We were on the wrong part of town. Spent too much on dinner. Nobody pre-gamed. Like, you know, what are we going to do? So, but we had a couple shots of tequila. Um, I mean, I had a couple shots bought for me. I thought that was really nice. That's a classy move. Um, so that was really sweet because, like, like, in general, the table wasn't full of, like, people who are, like, you know, like, really, really close to me. Like, I would say my, I mean, they were all my friends, but, like, they weren't, like, really, really close to me. So I thought that was really nice of them to do that. So then, cut to the next day. We go to, there's this Dutch market in town that happens, like, every, on the fourth Saturday of every month. So it's, like, it's just at this Dutch church, but, like, I thought Dutch market, like, I was going to see clogs and shit. No, it's just, like, there's, everybody's, like, it was, like, kind of like a flea market, but it had, like, food. It was kind of fun. So as we're going there, I see this pit bull. I get bit by the dog. Uh, because I'm in cra- a crazy person, and I see a pit bull, and I'm like, oh, how cute. Um, it looked just like my mom's dog, Zeus. So I was like, okay, I'm going to pet the dog. So I was like, hi, baby. And the guy was the guy who had the dog on a leash was giving me a face like, you're not doing anything wrong. And the dog was giving me a face like tongue out, it's hot out here, like, you know what, a pet or a scratch wouldn't kill me. So I go to pet the dog, and I'm, like, petting the dog. I pet him for, like, two seconds, and then I go to lift my hand away, and the dog goes absolutely ape shit and, um, gnaws my hand about five times. I mean, really, it was, like, three, three holes in the hand, and so... Uh, you know, one in, like, the fatty part, like, where you touch when you're, like, um, when you're doing that, is my steak rare, medium rare, medium well, like, whatever, uh, that part, one in the wrist, one in the arm, three holes, and I'm, like, I, there, and everybody's, like, oh, my God, Travis, are you okay? Did it bite you? And I was, like, no, and I, like, look at my hand, and obviously I'm bleeding, and I was, like, oh, shit, like, it happens so fast, that I, like, did not even feel the bites, which is really lucky for me, because, like, I mean, Pitbull. And then we're, like, it, was it, does that dog have its vaccines? As the guy is, like, we basically see a silhouette of a man and a silhouette of a dog and then just smoke, and we're, like, where the hell did they go? Because they basically took the fuck off. Um, but anyway, uh, then I go, I get my rabies shots. The doc is, like, hey. Uh, I, but I already had a rabies shots, like, booster, so, like, it's not like that. It's not like the crazy rabies shots that I had in high school. Okay. Tears. I don't know if I've told that story, but it's pretty bad. Um, save it for another day. It's delight. So, uh, I, lo- I love, how about this drinking game? We listen to the podcast, and every time I take a drink of Crystal Light and I say Crystal Light, you have to take a shot. Um, so anyway, the... I think that's going to be a new thing. Maybe I'll just, like, I'll always keep a bottle next to me, and I'll be, like, Crystal Light, and then you can, like, play a drinking game while you, while you, uh, you know, listen to this shit. That's fine. Unless you're, like, driving or whatever, then, like, obviously put it in a flask. So, I'm, I go to the doctor, and I'm, like, uh, hey, give me the rabies shot. So she, like, shoots me up. And then she's like, here's some antibiotics because these are, like, deep wounds. Don't drink with these antibiotics. And I was like, great. So then later, people are like, are we going out tonight? Are we going out? I was like, sure, I'll go out. Like, that's fine. Um, 
but I don't need to. See, I have to emphasize that I don't need, I didn't, like, need to have, like, some grand, crazy night out, okay? But, um, basically that is what was about to happen. So then, so this is September 28th, okay? So I went on my vac. so I recorded my, my last podcast, then I went on my vacation, then it was my birthday, then... Now, my birthday is the 27th. Then it's, then it's the 28th. Okay, so as you can imagine, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, God, I haven't done an episode for like four weeks. Holy shit, I need to like, thank God I'm, as it, right after this, that Monday, I was traveling back to like my home and I was going to be like living my life. So I was like, the people are pissed, but I'll, I've got it four weeks or whatever. Shh. So, um, uh, basically, I'm being distracted because I've got, um, I've got little kids, like, saying Travis, Travis, Travis. Um, so then, what, oh my god, how are we at 44? I literally, I, 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 this is a shocking, okay, so, basically, do the antibiotics. Then this girl is like, I'm going on a date tonight, uh, and we're like, okay, and then she's like, everybody should come. So then a bunch of us came to her, this girl's date, and then this guy was, like, really nice. He owned, like, this little, this little uh, bar and grill area. He was, like, fun, and he was, like, British, and he was, like, kind of, I mean, kind of had an ego, but I, like, could get over it, because, listen, I, I ain't gotta fuck nobody. And, uh, basically, he was, like, you know, buying stuff, and we are having fun. A couple girls got, like, really wasted, which, live your life. And then there were, he was, like, let's go to this house party. Let's go to this house party. And so I was, like, all right, hey, who loves a house party more than me? I will every time choose a drunk fest at a house party over um, the bar. Because you can't get kicked out of Well, at least I haven't been kicked out of a house party. I think, because you can just be a mess and you can just pass out and it's fine. Like at a bar, you have to like play by rules and you have to like buy drinks and you have to blah, blah, blah. And you don't, you don't make the drinks. So you could be getting a really gross drink or you could be getting a really weak drink or you know what I mean? And it's like, it, it's louder. I don't know. So I love a house party. It's my vibe. Crystal light. So, anyway, we go to the house party. Uh, meet some people, mingle, drink a little, whatever. It wasn't that poppin', but it was fun. Uh, did some things. Wink. Wink. Then, uh, we went to... Then my friend Emily was like, hey, let's go to the... Let's go to the club. Like, let's go dancing or something. And I was like, Yes. And so then, um, which I'm not a big dancer, but I'm like, at this point I was like drunk enough to be like, let's go to the club. I mean, I say I'm not a big dancer as I literally like writhe on the floor, like a, a seizure person. Like I'll, as I'm dancing, like people like intervene and are like, make sure he doesn't swallow his tongue. And I'm like, oh God. So, um, I'm like, whatever. I'm in the mood where I'm like, okay, I could like, you know, swing my hips a little, but nothing crazy. Then we go to, so then we meet this guy, Kit, and we're, it's like me and Emily and Kit versus the world, and we're like, we're gonna go, because everybody else was kind of like, uh, we're done for the night, kind of vibes. Well, then, turns out, as we're leaving, everybody's like, let's go, and I'm like, okay, well, sometimes it's every band for themselves when it comes to, like, a taxi around here, so it's like, listen, we got the taxi, let's fucking floor this bitch, so we're going. So we go to this club, that's, like, not very far from where we're staying, so, um, we get to the club, we start taking tequila shots, um, everything's life, I start getting lit the fuck, the fucking house, we, me and Kit stepped outside, wink, 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 catch my drift, 
Um, and then we went back to the club. We were absolutely crazed. And uh, we, like, took a minute to... We went to this gas station, bought, like, a, a bottle of whiskey, shared, split it, went back to the club. Um, had a great night. Okay, so then around, like, 2 o'clock or something like that. Um, we're all pretty lit. It's, like, me and Kit and Emily versus the world again. Because then the people who, like came with a, I think that it was, like, a grudge thing, because we, like, kind of left without them to the club, and then they were like, well, we're gonna leave the club without them, uh, so, because basically, they still swear to this day, like, oh, we told you we were leaving, nobody told us, so we were basically left alone, and we were like, all right, well, now it's, like, really late, um, but we're just gonna walk, because it's, like, literally a quarter of a mile from where we were staying, so we're like, we're just gonna walk, so we're walking, we're walking, uh, damn, it's, like, Emily, then me, then this Kit guy, okay, and then we see these two guys coming towards us, now, I'm, like, lit the house, like, I am, like, a a mess most, okay, now we're gonna be, like, now do you, I don't know if you hear this, but it's, like, we're actually gonna be building a motorcycle from scratch, I think, with this metal, okay, okay, he's walking away, thank God, but, um, then, these two guys are walking towards us, the one's, like, hey, uh, No, I mean, they didn't say anything. But then Kit's like, hey, Emily, maybe you should, like, uh, you know, move back. And then she's like, whatever. Like, because we were in a really safe part of town, whatever. We were right next to these offices. We were like, whatever. They walk right past Emily. We're all, like, maybe 10 feet apart in walking distance. And um, I'm literally, like, fucking ping-ponging the shit from the whole road. So I'm, like, you know, full mess. But I... Basically, I have my nice purse, you know. They walk right past Emily. Next thing Emily knows, she turns around and she, because she hears commotion, she turns around, I'm on the floor. I'm on the damn road. I'm being drugged. Getting my face hit, all these things. I get my, I get beat up, whatever. Uh, and land in a, this ditch thing. Um, whatever. They steal the bag. Okay, the bag contains my phone. A lot of my money. Like, a lot of my my entire money. Okay, because I was going to be returning. I was going to be leaving that Monday. So I had taken out stuff that Friday because the banks or whatever. So I was like, okay, I had taken out stuff that Friday. Um, I was going to be leaving Monday. So I was like, I had a lot of money on me. My phone. My key to my house. My passport. My immunization card. My headphones. A.K.A. How can I record without my headphones? All of this shit was just stolen. Okay. Then, um, as we get to the office, because Emily ran. Okay, because she was like, I'm going to go get help. Because clo- ne- the office where we were staying, um, there's, like, guards with, like, guns and stuff. And we weren't very far. We were, like, halfway. We were, like, an eighth of a mile from it. So she was like, I'm going to go run and get help. So she goes and runs and get help. Me and Kit get beat the house. Kit gives up most of his stuff right away. So he's not, like, fighting back. I was drunk, so I was, like, fighting back. So I was getting, you know, my ass handed to me. So, um, anyway, we get to the office then, the doctor's there, all these people are there, and I'm like, they're like, I'm like in pain, like my damn, my shoulder is fine, I mean not really pain, but I was like, I felt just awkward, like it just felt uncomfortable, so I was like, what the hell's going on, and, um, basically, then, uh, fucking... We went to the hospital, got an x-ray. I had a broken collarbone, broken shoulder. So basically, the collarbone broke in half. And then um, it broke off of the shoulder. 
So then there was just like this floating chunk of damn collarbone. And then my, when I looked in the mirror, because it was like attached to my like pec muscle, I had like a low tit. I had like a low tit. And um, like my nipple was facing the ground. So I was like, I really hope that this helps. I mean, this is fixed. Anyway, so then I go to South Africa on that Monday. Then Tuesday, um, I go, I have surgery in South Africa. I'm, like, trying to wrap this up because it's, like, I there's actually 600 people outside. Um, so then, okay, wait, maximum recording time is 60 minutes. Okay, well, well now I actually have to be efficient because I got seven and a half minutes before. It just gave me a notification I'm about to be cut off. So, go, basically, then what happens is I go to South Africa, okay, and I have surgery, and uh, live my life there for, like, three weeks, and then I come back, and then had to stay um, not at my house for, like, a week to, like, evaluate, was I good, was I bad, whatever, then returned, like, last week, now I'm back, now I'm recording, now it's gonna be every Monday, and sounds great. So, any questions... Specifically, um, follow me at Trevor Wade Lewis on Instagram and DM me and whatever. But um, really scary, really dark time. Made a joke of it the whole time because that's what I do. But um, real talk, not on on a funny level. Like this was like on like a dark level. The one of the worst days of my life was the surgery day um, because I've never felt so like alone. You know, I don't have, like, problems. I don't have, like... I'm very, very blessed. I don't have, like, problems really with anxiety or depression or um, anything like that where I, like, really get down or I really can't, like, talk myself out off the ledge. Um, But it was a really bad day. And uh, basically it was my first surgery, and I had it, like, right away in the morning, and I had recovered until the afternoon, like, 4 or 5 o'clock, and... Um, just being, like, by myself for that and waking up and being alone and, like, having no family or no friends or not not having, like, any way to contact them because I just had this stupid little brick phone. Um, just, like, no TV. There was no distraction. It was just, like, me and my thoughts in my head. And I was just like, wow, this, like, this really sucks. So it really sucked and whatever. And I didn't want to, like, go back to the podcast until I knew I could get the headphones. I could... Uh, you know, return with, like, a commitment to, like, every week again, so that's it, that's pretty much the tale, that's the story, and whatever, I'm back in the damn village, living my life with the chickens, with the 4,000 kids, um, it's 270,000 degrees, I think, um, I'm drinking, like, four gallons a day, and, oh, I'm on, like, super diet mode, I have, like, five minutes to tell you this, because I gained so much weight in South Africa because I, like, every single day was eating Burger King, McDonald's, ribs, pasta, like, sugary... Sh- every every meal I had instead of a soda, I would have a milkshake. But I say instead of a soda, but I mean as well as. So I would have, like, a large Mountain Dew, a large Coke, and then I would have, like, a large chocolate chip fucking milkshake. So I ate like that. And I gained 10 pounds, I mean, 12 pounds after 10 days. And then when I returned, returned, I didn't tell a lot of people this, but when I returned, returned, the weight I was on that Friday when I got my foot checked out to the day, three weeks later when I was weighed after I came back from South Africa, it was 16 pounds heavier. So 
bear with me, um, because obviously you're like, you're not fat, you're not fat. But, like, gaining 16 pounds in three weeks is, like, a blow to the ego. Um, so basically I've been on super diet mode. All last week I was doing the cabbage soup diet, but my version where I literally had one bowl of cabbage soup and then didn't eat for the rest of the day because I don't deserve it because I'm a fat bastard. Um, so mild eating disorder vibes, I don't care, it's fine. And now I'm just eating tomatoes and three tortillas a day. So, um, hopefully I get snatched quick and soon because I can't live like this. Uh, where I, like, saw what my body could be and then it, like, gets back to, like, triple D levels and I'm like, I want to literally die. And when you gain weight quickly, your stretch marks get so red. God, is it, does anybody want to fuck me? Just curious, does anybody want to fuck me? Because um, I'm saying some very attractive things right now. All right, wrapping this up. Thank you for listening. There's a song coming at you. Thank you for listening. Um, there's going to be no outro. I'm just going to do the damn song. And, uh, like, you know, that's going to be it. Let's do the song. I'll do the do 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 that thing. And then it's going to be the end of the episode. So don't wait for anything. This is the end. Can't wait to do this every damn Monday again. Lots of fun. Co- comment it what you liked. Comment what you hated. I will never respond to what you hated. So, sounds good. Love you all. Here's a song. Bye-bye. Hey, Alyssa, where you at? I was thinking the other day about the time that you hustled me and fucked with me and made me do the thing I put my finger into you, right down to the ring. You were my babysitter, was 15, I was 12. We were playing Call of Duty, just you and myself. At the time, I was lost and didn't know what I was doing. Thank God, looking back, we did everything but screwing. Even though I was young, to me, you were a five. As you were sucking on my balls, I didn't think I'd survive. My grandma gave us Kool-Aid bursts when we were hanging by the pool. I was thinking, oh my God, what will I tell the kids at school? The smell of your pussy is burned inside my brain. Didn't realize eating it would make me gay insane. At the time, I wanted dick, but I was a sucker. You made sure you saw me come out, my little fucker. At least now I know what I like. Learning this lesson from a girl who looked like a dyke. The memory is distant, and now I like to brag about the time I proved that I wasn't just a fag. So thank you, Alyssa, for this great story. Even though thinking back, it's a little bit gory. It's time now to forgive and make it fun, because now at fingering, I feel stunned.